You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 271, A Princess in Peril. Welcome to episode 271 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I'm Pretzel Boy. <laughs> okay. We no, we were doing Christmas baking today, and one of the things, oh. one of the things that we made because I don't go in for the sweet stuff that much, so we also made soft pretzels. Ah. Oh. And okay. so, uh, so Ella and I made two batches of them, and um, she was fascinated by the because uh, we did the little bowl where you get the yeast to activate before you mix up the dough. Uh. fascinated by by this and and you should have seen uh, like i could see her her head just veritably explode when i mentioned that the uh you know the yeast they're they're, they're like little organisms and they you know little little living things that that eat the sugar and and uh and and, and then belch basically and and she was just like you could just see her like like Pfft. <laughs> mind blown exactly exactly so so yes we spent uh we spent a good chunk of the day doing some baking and so she uh you know if she wasn't uh coiling up um rolling dough for uh for pretzels she was icing cookies and uh mm-hmm. and, and delighted by the whole thing sweet so there you have it that's that's you huh that's me well, I am Darren Well, and I am done with fall semester, kid. Finally, Woo-hoo! dear God, I took my last final yesterday, and well, Saturday, and <laughs> had to trudge out in the wonderful Georgia weather we're having. It was raining oh. all day Sorry, yesterday. Sorry, you're, you're really going to complain about weather to us? It was it was raining. Oh. Yeah, cold, cold rain is bad here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cold I can deal with. Wet I can deal with. Cold and wet. No, thank you. Okay? No. When it's cold and wet, that means you're healthy, right? No. That's for dogs. Or is it the dog? Is that their nose? Does that work for the squirrel, too? I don't know. The squirrel, his nose isn't isn't wet very often, I don't think. Uh, Except when when he's drinking out of your cup. Ah. Well, that would make As he is prone to do. Are you you giving him coffee tonight? (laughs) What's that? I was asking if you were going to give the squirrel coffee. Oh yeah, that's what he needs—coffee, <laughs> yeah. caffeine. You know? He doesn't really like coffee. He does drink tea occasionally, but he finds it too hot. Ah, gotcha. Chai latte is his thing. Chai latte. He's a very poncy squirrel. Wow, <laughs> hipster squirrel. Don't get Sarah and that yeah, squirrel in the same exactly. room. No. I know, right? <laughs> I, I actually spent my day today. I didn't want to think at all, so basically, I watched Arrow season one all day today. Ah. It's a pretty good series, all it at is. one sitting. I must oh. say, I, that's, so. I, that's the way I watched most of it, and hence I have I have yet to watch any of season two because I, w- I want to I want to just binge them over the holidays. Yeah, because that's I probably found, what I will do. I found that was the ideal way for me to watch the the uh, the first season. Um, you know, I did. Yep. I sort of went in two big chunks, and uh, yeah, lots of fun that way. Yep. So so I, I, as a DC fanboy, I'd like to thank you know everyone involved with Arrow because you're doing it right. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's me. Uh, 
Yeah. I am Scott Coles, and today I am an awful sleepy lad. Yeah, you I've sound been... lost in a manger lad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I've, uh... I, I mean, I went out to the, uh, the Decapulates Christmas party last night, and yes. after I finally got done work. And uh, I only had like four beers, but I've just been all day. Well, yeah, just low. I don't know. So I just watch Cheers all day. It's my comfort food. Nice. How far? How far in are you right now? Which uh, which season? Uh, Season seven. Oh, so way after Shelley left, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So was that? Was that the season where um, Sam and Rebecca were trying to have a baby? No, no, it's before that. They're not even together yet. He's still uh-huh. trying. Uh, okay. Fraser and Lilith just found out that they're having a baby. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. So that, oh, that huh. is early. Lilith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it did it run nine seasons or no? It ran eleven. More, didn't it? Eleven. No, eleven okay. seasons. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. That I was gonna say that. Uh, it ran for a while. Because uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. there was there was oh, a, yeah. a, a good amount of of Frederick time before uh, <laughs> before it ended. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and of course, Kramer is celebrating Christmas somewhere. Yes, yes, he is. Because that's that's what the Kramers do this time of year. <laughs> and it's always crazy Kramer Christmas somewhere. And he's got time to come online to mock me on Facebook, but you know, podcast, <laughs> no. can't nice. fit that in. No. Nice. There's always time for that. It's like Jello. <laughs> yes, yes. Yellow. Very true. Very mm. true. Um, so, uh, so Legion news. Yeah. We 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 mm-hmm. have we we have we actually we have sort of two pieces of Legion news technically. You don't say. Get out of here. First off, really? we have. Uh, it's not a Legion. <laughs> huh? Um, I I, th- I think people can can dispense with the whole. I hate Justice League 3000 because it's replacing the Legion. No, no, it's not. No, no. It has nothing to do with it. It, it, it couldn't be less related. Yes, <laughs> it, it's set in the in the 30th century, and that's, that's pretty much it. where the yeah. similarity ends. Uh, because even the setting itself is no 30th century we've ever seen before. So, and with good reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've liked not, the 30th centuries we've seen before. This is not that book. So. This is definitely not that. On on the on the other side of things, on the it is a legion side of things, um, our uh, our favorite heroes made an appearance in um, in, in Superboy this week. Ah. So Yay. maybe something new we can actually read. Sweet. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll do a review of one or both of those. Yeah, yeah. So, well, not or ne- not next, not next week, week, but no. next next week. Wibbly wobbly, tiny whiny people. Sorry, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. I pulled the curtain back. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. What? I just, can guarantee we won't mention it next week. Yeah, it's true. We won't. That's right. No matter how much I might say so, we will not do it. Yet. I'm not week. turning this time bubble around. <laughs> I'm not. No. Double plus, ungood people. Mm. Just gonna have to trust us. We are your we are your cruise directors. We'll tell you when we go to Puerto Vallarta and when we go to Cancun. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. 
sorry, just speaking of wibbly wobbly timey wimey, um, have, have you guys seen the um, the spoof of it's baby it's cold outside with uh, yes that? yes <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I don't think I've with, seen it yet. With the Matt Smith Doctor Who and um, oh, the companions. Yeah, Man, I've, yeah. I've seen the link. I have not clicked on it yet, so I will. Very, very it's pretty funny. good after yeah. this. Yeah, it's quite funny. You know, baby, um, it's cold outside. Is my favorite Christmas date rape song. Yeah, mm. I was. We had a we had a long conversation about this yesterday about it about how you know it's a winter song. It's not a Christmas song. And, no, and, it's, and, and, it's winter. And Jen's like, it's but not you only Christmas. ever hear it at Christmas. So it's like, that's because Christmas is in winter. Yes. <laughs> because it is far too rapey to be. <laughs> it's extremely rapey. It's only a little bit rapey. No, one of the lines <laughs> that's, that's in that still, song that's is still what's too rapey. in this drink. It might still okay? be too rapey, but it's only a little bit rapey. <laughs> We're not going to discuss about what is or is not enough rape, okay? <laughs> no rape is good. Any rape yeah. is bad. All right. Uh, yeah. Please, yeah. female fans, do not, and when, do not and write when, and yell at us. And or if you do, write and yell at Scott. And when, uh, I, I in no way said that it was. <laughs> he, just, he did just say a little bit rapey. I'm just qualifying it a little bit. That's all. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jeez. Um, it's like when I walk into a room and say surprise, butt sex. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. It's just a little that, bit of butt sex. See, no, that's quite a lot rapey, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see how, see how different it is, ladies. You see that? Okay. Now, now we're good. So, moving back on, on track, the. Um... <laughs> Why bother now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't anticipate it lasting for long. <laughs> um... <clears throat> it's Monday morning. We've already mentioned rape and butt sex. What yeah, more do they need? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, how was your weekend? Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so. so... And and I and I'll admit I haven't read most of the issue, but but they did um, you know the uh, the uh, last page did kind of make the rounds uh, on the interwebs over the last week. Um, yeah. But we have so we have Superboy kind of looking into um, trying to understand John Kent, and and John Kent's like the other super or I I don't know. He's like. What? I, I don't know. He has Superboy. There's I I don't know. There was How a whole damn Superboys you need. Well, there was a whole thing with this John Kent being the other DNA or something, and um, where where he was where so in other words, Superboy wasn't a clone of Luthor and Superman. Yeah, like like he was before. Instead, he was a clone of this uh, of this John Kent who was sort of an alternate timeline son of. Um, of uh of of clark and lois and um weird yeah so i'm not sure exactly if uh, if someone wants to uh to check in on the facebook page and give us the uh give us the scoop on, on this because i don't want to have to read all those uh, all those lobdell issues of superboy to get to it um it's not that important to us I- indeed indeed <laughs> indeed because that part does, really is just the precursor to uh to the important part which is so basically they're looking into hey who's this John Kent guy and uh you know who were you know give us the DNA readout cuz uh Superboy wants to find out what the scoop is and um so they figure out that yes sample DNA direct link to 21st century Kryptonian known as Superman he goes yeah pretty sure about that but what about his mother 
Mother's <laughs> D- and it says mother's DNA ind- indicates multiple strands, all meta. Uh-oh. And it's like, okay, many moms then. Any way to isolate the donors? Oh, uh, spoilers. Um, <laughs> um, but then, and he says, well, why make things easy? I guess that's all she... And he says, no, wait. Tell me what you know about the clone known as Khan. I'm assuming that's him. Benedict Cumberbatch? Hang on. Uh, no. So is this, is this actually oh. Superboy? Yes, this is Superboy. Okay. Um... So this is, uh, which I assume is Con Al. Yeah, so Con, referred to as Superboy, 21st century hero. Subjects achievement list available for download. Shall I begin? (laughs) From comicsology.com. Oh, so so he says later, they're probably boring. Did he do anything? I don't know, special. So he, me, what? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure which character this is talking here. Um, wow, that's never good. Well, that's just it, right? Uh, they should have arrows pointing. That way you would know. No, that's worse. They're, they're <laughs> no, it's because they're cl- they're clones, right? So I'm not – no, I know which character on the page is speaking. I just don't know oh, who that guy okay. is. Just on who, who that yeah. is. Ah. So, oh, so a- maybe this is this John Kent who is the guy from whom – Connell is cloned. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, serious. Right? Yeah. I'm so glad we I'm so glad we have quote boiled this character right down to its essence and its very basic straight line story. <laughs> so that anyone can understand taking in, yeah, into account. So exactly. so when does Harvest come in and, and simplify it more? <laughs> they mentioned Harvest uh, earlier. Ah! But... <laughs> Did they? Oh, run, people run. Yeah, we had so, the calling. Is this the quickening? What else is this one? So I just can't this be is, there unless it's an ing word. How <laughs> blah blah blah. So I think this is John, who is the clone who is kind of replacing. Yeah. Okay. He is. He is impersonating Khan. So he is not Khan. Uh, so Khan so Superboy. Now is not Khan. He's this John. Well, guy. this John guy is impersonating him basically because Connell is lost in time. Um, lost in time and space, maybe. 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 Really? Hmm. Um. So Con. So yeah. So so his greatest achievement, and they say history of future events available because of temporal travel anomalies. And uh, John says, whatever, go on. He says, in time, approximate 1,000 years, Khan will be instrumental in forming warrior group known as Legion of Superheroes. They will become the greatest peacekeeping. I think that's an important word to use here. They Mm -hmm. keep peas? They're farmers now? What? Peacekeeping. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Darren. Let 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 us explain to you what that means. So so they're keeping their pieces on their side on their holsters, right? Because that, that's how we do it down here. You keep your pace with your pacemaker, right? Right. Because they did start off saying warrior group and then peacekeeping. I can understand this being some confusion. They're Amazons, um, okay. <laughs> so they will become the greatest peacekeeping force in history. And he said, "Well, that's interesting. Putting together a team." And you see pictures of said team, including Starboy with a beard. Wow. Okay. Uh, Bouncing Boy uh-huh. with his with his jacket. Um, 
the looks like the retro boot uh, lightning lad, you know, because he's got the the tattoo on his arm. Okay. Um, uh, and def- that's definitely Cosmic Boy's. It's the white centered costume with the black and the sort of scarlet uh, lining. Okay. Which I think was the retro boot costume. It's also oh. not that far off the three boot costume, to be quite honest. Yeah, they're they're kind of very similar. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, and yeah, looking up here, we also see a girl, and then a picture of three girls next to it. And well, I guess that's triplicate girl or and, um, duplication damsel or whatever we're calling her now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, and and of course Saturn girl. So the founders, of course, are most prominent. Yeah. And um, so anyway, so next issue is Superboy and the Evil Legion. So those remember we were talking about the real sort of angsty looking faces that we saw looking down. Uh-huh. Looks like they're the "Quote unquote evil legions." So whether that means they're Earth three or they're um, like Legion the, of Supervillains, Legion of Supervillains, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Um, so I guess I guess that part we'll find out. Now that said, there there is some precedence to having a um, and you know a, a sort of an evil legion, um, a, a, you know, like an e- sort of evil duplicates of the legion, and someone had quoted quoted an actual issue on the Facebook page and um, hang on a second here sure Um, because there was there was some chatter about that in particular from Superboy 117 where Superboy went to an alternate earth and visited Smallville in in Superboy and the five Legion traders (laughs) take five drinks kids yeah. Um, we must have done this issue, didn't we? We may have. Yeah, we must have. Um, I just, it's just obviously a long time ago for it to be, you know, Superboy 117. Um, well, you know, we've been at this a while, Paul. Yeah, well, that's just <laughs> it. That's just it. So it was probably a few years ago. but um, Probably. Probably. Yeah, so uh, the cover of it uh, has... Um, Ultra Boy looking through um, Clark Kent's clothes to see him, that that to see his Superboy costume, which is kind of funny because uh, that is of course a takeoff of the cover in which Ultra Boy first appeared. Um, and he, and it says, you know, we're honored to have you members of the Legion of Superheroes visit us from the 30th century. Would you demonstrate one of your powers for us, Ultra Boy? And he says, gladly. My penetra vision shows me that Superboy's secret identity is. Gasp, my friend Ultra Boy is about to reveal that I'm Superboy. Why is he betraying me? Oh, that's isn't that the uh one where Ultra Boy joins? No, it's uh it's because uh, that was in issue ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Right? So this is the uh, twenty issues, uh, you know, nineteen issues later. Really weird. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should get Josh on the phone. Sure, yeah. I don't have his number. <laughs> he, he changed it. I was stalking him. He changed it. I, I was like, I, no, Darren. <laughs> I can understand this. Um, hey. And we've lost the monkey boy. Have we? Oh, no. That's okay. We can add him. He was sleepy. Hey. So sleepy. Oh, his, there he his is. Skype, He's back. His Skype Sorry. fell off. He, he fell yeah, off and fell back there. on. <laughs> I, I blame the to... squirrel. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't the squirrel's fault this time. I was trying to plug uh, in a pair of headphones to my phone here, but uh, uh, yes. they didn't want to work or something. And then they put you guys on hold and they couldn't hear you. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Yeah, it gets, it gets funny when you put headphones in and out. You put so us speak. on hold, Mrs. Zavigant. 
<laughs> I did. I didn't know what that means. Um, but I don't this, either. Mrs. Zavigans? That, that's from Carol Burnett's show. Oh, nice. nice. The uh, intercom between her and Tim Cart. Uh, Conway. Conway, yeah, it's thank not you. Tim Curry. That would have been a whole. I wanted to say Conroy because now in the background I have Justice League Unlimited. I'm being Kevin Conroy. Okay. <laughs> nice cover. Yes. Anyway, so <laughs> so Legion's still in play. Maybe they'll show up in in the Superboy book and gradually take it over. Take it the... over. Yes. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, you know, really if you can't be. get a Legion book to sell with the word Legion on it. But It'll hey, sell with an S on it. You, you know what? This and is what I've we've been talking this about. Years. This is what we've been talking about. Is is you know, and 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 to me, it's like the sooner they they move Superboy away from the Teen Titans, the happier I'll be. Thank um, you, <laughs> dear God. Because I I dumped both books. Well, the culling, the culling forced me. The off culling called a lot of things, yeah. people. Yeah. Never did. do a crossover and call your books the culling. Just yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, Just, it, it becomes no. prophetic. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a self-fulfilled prophecy. Yeah. Yay. So, um, so that's the scoop <laughs> there. So, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep our eyes on this and uh, and see how it develops and keep keep the 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 folks posted. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't wait for Legion to take over that book. Yes. <laughs> well, and and you know it's um it's so it's it's Frank Hanna and Wolfman that okay. are writing this. So Wolfman is like I, I guess uh, Hanna Hanna is uh is plotting it with Wolfman and Wolfman's doing the actual script. Um, but hey, I'm glad to see uh, Marv Wolfman getting some work again as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now perhaps we could bring like I don't know Jerry Ordway in on the art. Hey, I'd oh, love to yeah. see Wolfman and Ordway I mean, work on a book I together. I wouldn't mind seeing some Jerry Ordway art anytime yeah. soon. Just Not at all. Because I, I don't know if Earth Two was a happier place, they could go back in time and tell a little All Star Squadron issue. How about that? <laughs> there are no yes. happy places in the New Fifty Two, Darren. I know, and it's I'm verboten. sad for it. It is verboten. Earth C minus even doesn't exist. It's kind of sad. What? You made that up. Admit it. No, Earth C minus the home of the just a lot of animals. It will always live on in my heart. I know it will live on in mine too, sir. Nice. nice. That was the crossover from uh, Earth C's Captain Carrot and the Amazing Zoo Crew. That's right. That's right. They crossed over. Speaking of, it was a good time, people, when comics were allowed to be fun. (laughs) I wonder when. uh... And there wasn't a decapitation every other page. No, also, every four just, pages. just a lot of animals had a super squirrel. That's true. They did. they did. And Wonder Wombat and Bat Mouse. I don't care which about that. Is ironic. And uh, I think it was Green Lambkin. It yes. was a lamb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Green. Green Lambkin and the Crash was a turtle, of course. Yeah. And uh, the Martian um, anteater. Yeah. And was it was it Aqueduct? I think it was Aqueduct. I think it's Aqueduct, yeah. Yeah. Good times, people. Good times. Indeed. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to find out who this Frank Hanna guy is, and I'm not sure. Oh. So I'm over it already. Yeah. All right. So. Um, we'll find out later. We're a substitute podcast. Remember, people? I'm sure someone will find out. True. 
So why don't we move to the issue at hand? Okay. Yes, let's do that. Scott, <laughs> take it away, sir. Superboy starring the Legion of Superheroes, number 209, June 19-something-something, 70-ish. I think it's 74, I think. No, it's, it's 75 here. at least. Is it 75? Oh. What do you mean? Holy cow, I was actually born when these ones are out. Huh, sweet. Yep, June 1975. Wow. Yeah, we've been, yeah, we've, because we, re- remember it was several, Jam was born in August of 74 and it was several months ago where, or several weeks ago where we did the episode where everyone's like, oh, you totally outed her age. <laughs> and you did it again. <laughs> I didn't hear that one, so. I did it again, Blanche. <laughs> but uh, actually good. this one, um. We have two stories in this one, and the first one's Who Can Save the Princess, and the writer is Jim Shooter. Yes, Shooter. that's right, because he didn't come back for a while. Yeah, artist, <laughs> is, artist is My Girl, Letter is Ben Oda, and the second story here is Hero for a Day, written by Kerry Bates, artist by Mark Grell, and letterer is Joe Letterizzi, not Ben Oda. Interesting. It's downright criminal. It is. There's a conspiracy. His name is Letterizzi. <laughs> I didn't name him. Mr. So. And Mrs. Letterizzi named him. So. Oh, there you go, then. I know, right? For the cover, we got uh, Superboy crashing through a conveniently labeled door that says Medical Laboratory on the inside <laughs> for some reason. Like, if you're already in there, don't you know? <laughs> Maybe he's coming out of the laboratory. Oh, Maybe. he's coming out of the laboratory into another laboratory? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this one's not the medical one. It's the freaky electrode one. The freaky yeah. electrode laboratory, yeah. Because <laughs> there we got Projectra lying on the uh, bed having one of her uh, conniption fits like she She's does. She's having a fainting spell. Yes. She's got the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Karate Kid is trying to heal her with the heal cur- curative powers of Kirby Crackle. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And those powers but it might kill it, it, but it just might kill him. Is this he, an early appearance of the um, of the collar? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember seeing, I don't it remember before. seeing no. this before. So I think this. Uh, might I be... think the collar has appeared before. I just think they vacillated on it, and then they finally committed to it. Yeah, I think this was in this in the story. Oh wait, no, he changes. Yeah, into but he... it in the story. Yeah, he used it before, like when the when Cockrum debuted the new the new shrinking Violet um, mm. costume. That was right, but Kid. not in story. Yeah. Because he's still wearing his brown pajamas in the beginning here. Oh, is he? Ah, yep, true. Yep. Busted. (laughs) Continuity for 500, Alex. Oh, no, no, it'll, you'll see, you'll see. Ah, yeah, there. All right, so, in the year 2074, Timberwolf stands on the spaceport deck of the Legion headquarters. Those crews are coming in, and, uh uh-oh, coming in too fast. He's like, hmm. Grabs a bunch of tow rope, which just happens to be lying there, I guess. <laughs> he lassoes it up and <laughs> brings it in Bronco style. <laughs> just barely, but the cable and his back held. Uh, out of the, uh, the the rooftop patch comes <laughs> Karate Kid, who looks like he's doing some sort of weird aerobic stretches or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, I'm stretching. He's doing his Pilates. Exercising his kegels, I don't know. 
But, uh... <laughs> now, this is obviously uh, Karate Kid and Prince Regetra coming back from her um, Come Home, Do Your Laundry, and Die Princess uh, story a couple yes. of weeks ago. Right. We That's did. right. Okay. Come on. Come home, do your laundry, and die. Well, that's what all of her stories wind this up being. So true, Come on. So true. Stop going back home. <laughs> the planet doesn't want you. Go away. So hurt. Timberwolf, uh, having the uh, good sense of the 30th century, says, I guess even a princess is still a woman driver. <laughs> oh, shooter, you pig. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm calling you out on that, dude. 30th century? Mm, really? <laughs> really, really. So they run up, and the, the door opens up, and there's Princess Projectra. She's uh, looks like she's having a spell, and she faints right into their arms. She's injured. Get her to the medic lab. Dun, 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 dun. They run into Saturn Girl, tell her to call the doctor. She's like, "I did. <laughs> I telepathically sensed the trouble. I'm way ahead of you, jerk." <laughs> I'm a founder, not a rookie. Thank you. Yeah, just because I'm wearing the hot bikini doesn't mean I don't know my shit. <laughs> uh, so she's called Brainiac 5 up. He's like, put her out of the scope and uh, I'll check her out remotely. Bad news. It wasn't the crash. She has the pain plague. Oh, God, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it catching? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. It it's not fatal, but the pain it causes kills. It only lasts six hours, but no one has ever survived it. Dun dun dun. Um, the pain can't be stopped, but there's one chance. Get some of my universal adapter circuits from the lab. Oh, not the uh, the computer circuits. Yeah, huh. Yes, I swore I'd never use this circuitry I, I, again. Again, haven't yeah. we? Haven't we seen this before yeah. somewhere? Huh? Put her on the pain monitor. So we're adapting the transceivers to the pain monitor. We can divert projectors' pain into our bodies. Science? Uh, no, no, sir. This is not science. This, this, is, is, this totally is Princess science. Bride technology here, sir. They're going to suck the life out of her. <laughs> one year at a time. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, they can each take one hour of the pain for her. She's gone through almost two hours of blinding pain. You three can keep her alive through her fifth hour. And yet she was able to drive the whole time. So that's not bad then. She only crashed a little bit. The pain's only slightly blinding. Yeah. Anyway. So Superboy, apparently there's nobody else left in the uh, the headquarters, but Superboy is going to fly from wherever he is to get there for the last hour. So that they should be able to uh, allow her to withstand it. Okay. Uh, just in case, uh, Saturn Girl sent out the distress signal to get anybody who's around in, just in case Superboy doesn't make it fast enough. Like, Superboy never makes it fast enough. He's like the fastest dude there is. So You never know. He might need to save a passing comet or something. You know. Yeah. All right, so they set it up, and Timberwolf decides to take the first the first shift. He's got his hands on the uh, the Benoit balls there, getting ready to do the <laughs> What's the, what are those ones called? Uh, 
at the science center there where you have a touch when your hair goes all big. Oh, oh um, I forget, but I know what you're so talking about. That's what it looks like. It looks like a yeah, the totally looks like that. Yes. Yeah, the electrical current in them it goes to your hand and then your hair goes all messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Damn, no what idea. Was Oh, I'm losing it. Anyway. Your orange powers need to be recharged, sir. I know, right? Graffenberg generators? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm working on it. Science. <laughs> you figure it out. Anyway, so he puts his hands on there. He's like, he's got his mean Wolverine face on. And it hurts him so bad that he has to let go. Uh, and he's gone crazy. Crazy with the syphilis. And now he's starting to trash the place. <laughs> so they try and calm him down, but he's all, rah, he's all feral. And Karate Kid's fighting him, but he doesn't want to hurt him. But he's got to fight him. Oh, and then Timberwolf rips his shirt open. Woo! Oh, Sexy. no. No wonder he's got to get a new costume. So uh, she tries to calm him down with her mental powers. Numbs his optical lobe so he can't see. And then Karate Kid turns him around and uh, judos him so that he can hold on to him, even though he has much larger strength than he does. And then they manage to wrestle him into a cell. And you, he's you're right. It, it is the Van de Graaff generator. Van de Graaff. Oh, it's close. Yeah, yeah. Go, Scotty. All right. So anyway, yeah, he's in the, in the jail there, and he's... Flipping out. So the pain is constantly gets worse. So hmm. she's like, I don't know if I can handle it. So you don't have to do it. I will go twice and die because of my cowardice. No, I'll take my turn. But if my power runs wild, I might overcome your will and make you a super zombie to act out my anguish. Yeah. Crikey, yeah. just go around and chopping stuff. So she's thinking maybe it's not the best idea if she does it. It's okay if Karate Kid does because he has any powers, so. Well, they, I think they figure out a way around it on the next page. Yeah, so they got her in this. <laughs> she's in the gimp DD. outfit. <laughs> and he's changed his costume, so this is good. Yeah, True. he's got a new Cosplayers pay attention. This is Karate Kid's costume now. Yeah. So. Mm. The black unitard underneath, and then the uh, the gi and the collar. Yeah. yeah, that's actually very functional for him. So hey, yeah, totally. So she's all tied up so that she can't take off the uh, anti-encephalo helmet to stop her from uh, using her powers <laughs> on anybody. He takes her into the uh, thing and uh, puts her hands puts in the her rolls. hands on the balls and well, yep. Then tells him, tells him it was the, the right ball. She can't tell, but that's fine. And I guess he uh, takes her pain for a bit. And now Karate, Superboy's on his way in deep space. He's been watching with his super eyes. <laughs> She's very weak. She's alive, but very weak. Now Karate Kid's going to go in. <laughs> no time for unlocking doors, says Superboy. Oh, he rash. smashes through the <laughs> medical <laughs> laboratory door. This yeah. time the label's the right side. Exactly. <laughs> Karate Kid is just sitting there. He's doing some super training to reject pain using his cheese. Mm, cheese. And cheese. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he could have taken all four hours with no harm since he's invulnerable. He can still feel pain, though, so I don't know if that's correct. Yeah, yeah true. And it's, it's We find out because he grabs the ball and goes, oh, this really hurts. <laughs> it's probably a subtle difference here. Because uh, it used to be a thing where Superman couldn't get sick either, so maybe because it's a sickness, it doesn't work on him. Uh, hmm. And, you know, I wonder... Just thinking about if, if they were even that deep into it. Oh, know? totally, totally, like, totally. Come on. <laughs> but, but I also wonder, like, like I mean, this one's written by Shooter, and I know Shooter did come back at at, at some point soon, um, because Levitz actually took over from from Shooter, did he not? Um, but uh, but but I mean, uh, it, you know, so this is a shooter story. So is this a, a shooter's backstory, or is this a, 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 or or you know, was this sitting in inventory and just sort of slightly re- rewritten? Um, I, I think it's an inventory story, quite frankly. That's that's what I wonder. Yeah. So so what I'm saying is, you know, and it comes down to the. Uh, um, no, because shoot, shooters on the next issue as well. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah, this is when he came back then. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. And the next issue because, after that. Because, of course, of, of course now... Um, and the next issue after that. <laughs> Weisinger was officially out out the door by this point. Because yeah. there was the whole thing, like we, and, and, and we had a bit, a bit of discussion about this uh, a, a couple of weeks back on the Facebook page, talking about, you know, was it, you know, because you and I had speculated whether or not a story was before, uh, like, because there was so many continuity gaps in that issue that, that sure. you know, that was, was, did this get sort of fall, fall between the cracks in the transition between uh, Weisinger and, and Boltonoff and Boltonoff was already sort of firmly in place, but it's well known. And I remember reading this in the Krypton companion from tomorrow's um, that Boltonoff had the longest, most protracted retirement ever. I, I believe that in, in which, you know, he was still around. He wasn't in charge anymore, but he was still around and had and zero compunction. You forget it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had absolutely no compunction about telling people what he thought about what they were doing and how they were idiots for doing it wrong. So, ah, so, but, but by this those, point he's the out the door and, and we know, you know, cause shooter has, uh, has uh, been quite open in the last few years of talking about what a, what a prick uh weisinger was to him and you know taught him well um and uh and so you know that weisinger's out the door and now he comes back to the book and maybe i'm not so surprised (laughs) yeah not so much so anyway superboy rushes off to another lab to uh he's got an idea since he can't take the pain from her because his invulnerability is preventing it uh-huh. He's got another idea. While he takes off, Karate Kid slowly gets himself up and reaches with trembling hands to the uh, the electrodes to take some more pain from his his beloved, even though it might kill him. Uh-huh. And just as he almost touches it, he gets clocked in the back of the head, and it's uh, an intruder. Who's got another one of these suits with improbable holes cut into it? (laughs) (laughs) Torturous pain more than any single human can endure floods the intruder's body. But then she splits in two. Ah! 
So Shibori comes back. He's like, oh, there's Duo Damsel. She's absorbed the pain as one. Then splits so each of her bodies only took half the killer dose. But she's still gone crazy. Mm-hmm. The two bodies she are fighting each other. She went crazy. Girl fight. Girl fight. <laughs> Does, doesn't she know that Brainy used circuitry that he swore never to use again? <laughs> <laughs> Did no one tell her about this? No? Yeah. Okay. She, she wasn't fussed about it back then. It wasn't until uh, Levitt's return that that uh that it was like yeah maybe maybe this would bother her maybe maybe a bit <laughs> maybe a little bit so uh superboy separates them of course and watches them for that for an hour finally everybody's better it's all good she came when she got the emergency the maximum emergency call they remind us that she's married to bouncing boy boingy boingy yeah <laughs> The projector's weak. What happened? You were sick, but now you're not. It's all good. Legion saved you. I'll explain later. Get some rest. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The end. By the way, a friend on uh, Legion World posted a, a picture of a uh, Rule 63 um, bouncing boy as bouncing girl. But guess which two parts of her body inflate? <laughs> Just saying. So could be Power Girl then. <laughs> could, uh, no, put Power Girl to shame. I'm sorry, oh sir. My. No. Oh yeah. You barely see her face over them. It was it was impressive. Nice. So yeah, yeah. Right, so our so our next story mm-hmm. uh, is called Hero for a Day, and this involves the Legion's number one fan. Always be worried about the number one fan. I'm your number one fan. But what's really cool about this is this character was actually named for two fans of the Legion, uh, Mike Flynn and Harry Borges, who we've uh, who we've spoken about, and I've pronounced his name about a thousand different ways. Um, no idea how it's actually pronounced, but I'm sure someone could help us out with that. Um, <laughs> So, so no prize to him, no yes. matter what. <laughs> so Flint Braj is the character. See, they 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 didn't even try to to do the name. Or is it um, Flint Braj? Braj? No, oh, okay. Uh, no me. idea. Anyway, no idea. Um, Mike and Harry were the guys who uh, created the fanzine Legion Outpost, which we've talked about a lot on, on the show mm-hmm. in the past. Um, so the Legionnaires are out front of uh, headquarters. We see Some Boy, Shrinking Violet, Star Boy, uh, Cosmic Boy, and uh, Wildfire uh, welcoming Flint Braj, saying, "You, out of our our countless thousands of fans all over the world, raised the most money for the United Planets charity drive, which means you've won the right to be our honored guest for the day, Flint Braj. Welcome to the Legion." Yes, imagine getting a chance to spend 24 hours with the most famous superheroes of the 30th century, the Legionnaires. But for the avid young fan who wins the honor, his dream come true fast becomes a nightmare when the very lives of his idols depend on whether or not he can become hero for a day. Uh-huh. Now, of course, uh, this, the, you know, this, this story would, uh, would later get kind of uh, a bit of treatment in the, um, in the three boot. <laughs> uh, by by shooter actually, where he brought in Morrissey, which was uh, uh, car- yeah, which was yeah. a character based on on Rich Morrissey. Um, all right, so um, Cosmic Boy and Some Boy uh, carry Flint inside the headquarters, um, and this is apparently Legionnaire style. 
Um, <laughs> yes, that what it is. They each grab an, an, an arm and uh, and uh, you almost said an ankle. They don't even give them like a you know a flying belt rental or something like that. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, they used to hand out flight weird. belts like friggin' cotton candy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, it's okay. He gets a flight ring in a minute. I just assume he didn't want to sign the waiver. So. There you go. Ah. And in some scenes, the way he's drawn, he looks like a red-haired cousin Oliver. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> and I'm sure those guys don't look like that, but you know, I would hope they don't make better glasses in the 30th century. That's kind of ridiculous. Okay, women are still bad drivers in the 30th. He's, he's century, wearing okay? the earphones, though. I mean, come on. Anyway, so he goes in. He says, "Sure, this sure beats what." And that they say that's surprise number one. <laughs> wow. Uh, he says, it sure beats walking. It must be great to be able to fly. For the next 24 hours, you won't have to wonder what it's like because Saturn Girl's got a flight ring for you, just like the ones all the rest of us wear. <laughs> Guess where she's going to put it? On his ring finger. It's actually a, little, oh, it's a little big for his finger, but it's the smallest spare we have. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry Wildfire. Yeah. I don't think Flint will let that ring out, out of his sight for a second. You know it. So, what would you like to see first, Flint? The Legion Museum, the medical lab, the monitor center? And he says, all that and more, somebody. I don't want to miss a thing. And um, don't so there's, little, miss a thing. there's a little yeah. chemical king waving at him yeah. as he goes by. <laughs> yeah, so, so he Hi, says, you know, I want to see here. I want to see all these things. And then Cos No says, one knows what to do with me. I'm down here. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not dead yet. <laughs> Not yet. Soon. Not, Not yet. yet. Soon. Soon. <laughs> I think I'll go for a walk. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, yeah, he wants to see all these really cool things. And so then Cos says, all right, then we might as well start with our parcel receiving dock. The mail room. Receiving. Nothing more exciting than that. (laughs) If you're new at the Legion and they take you to shipping and receiving, you're actually the new mail clerk. Sorry. It's just the way it is. When the Federal Postal Satellite Orbiting Earth receives a package guess, uh, uh, addressed to the Legion, the package's molecules are scrambled and beamed down to this machine, which reassembles the item to its original form. <laughs> of course, for security's sake, the postal officials carefully screen all por- parcels first before disintegrating them and sending them across. Yes. <laughs> um, he says, I guess they missed one, old chum. Old chum. <laughs> um, Where is yeah, Ted Knight when you need him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking Adam West, but yeah. Um, yeah, well. And, and they said, take a look. And he's like, what is it? A cage with a strange animal inside. Sizzling stars. Sound the general Larry alarm. Cowan? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, we're the only ones that will get that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Murray, Matthew Elmsley. Yeah, Murray's laughing his ass off right now. Yeah, exactly. He'll get it. Mm-hmm. Get to the barber, you hippie. What's better is he's going to have the song stuck in his head now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which is better than, say, we're not going to take it being stuck in his head. Yes. Yes. All right. So, um, Wish for the win. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, sound the general alarm. That's a Volvanian. Volva- Volvanian? <laughs> really? <laughs> Did you just say Volvanian? <laughs> O-M-G-W-E-F. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Um, yeah, Volvanian. <laughs> I'm calling Jan right now. A Tolvanian. First she's the Dropbox, now the Volvanian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting 
getting squeakied out. No. A Talvanian witch wolf, the deadliest beast in the solar system. And then some boy says, you're right. I recognize it now. <laughs> now that you've told me. Oh, that deadliest beast. <laughs> um, as the alarm pierces the vast He thought complex, he said Volvanian, so he was confused as well. They, they again, uh, they again uh, grab Flint's, uh, Flint's arms. Doesn't he have a ring? He, he does, but you know. But he doesn't know how to use it. Did you it. ever watch The Greatest American Hero? He hasn't he read the instructions. He's flying. And so, anyway. <laughs> so they take off and he, they say, Flint, about the witch wolf, I think you should know that that its hide gives off an invisible poisonous radiation, and that three of us may already be fatally stricken? Isn't radiation usually invisible? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Just check. Um, don't look so surprised. How do I know? Our class learned all about the witch wolf last term, but I'll try to, try to be as brave as a real legionnaire. boy. Now I guess our first step is to figure out how the thing got here. boy. So, um, so they figure that one of the... Uh, Basically, one of the enemies found out the, the secret uh, frequency of the uh, of the teleportation thing and sent it in there. And um, and Sunboy says, well, what's wrong with you? Each second we stand here, the wolf's deadly radiation is spreading. There's no wall thick enough to stop it. Soon the rays will seep out of that room through our citadel and contaminate the rest of Metropolis. So they've got to reset the, the controls of the teleportation dock and beam it back <clears throat> and beam it to a deserted asteroid where it can do no harm. And they said, but the, the wolf will be smart enough to know what we're up to. We're going to have a real fight ahead of us. Then we'll have to take the crack at the monster one legionnaire at a time until one of us succeeds. Ah, so it's like a, uh, it's like a karate fight in a movie. Yeah. Everybody stands aside waiting and then wait for their it. turn to yeah, kick. Ex yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, isn't it on the teleportation pad right now? Can't they just do that from outside? Yes. Well, he's trying to operate the controls from a distance away is the problem. So wildfire <laughs> gets, uh, gets his energy boomeranged right back at him. You think you would have learned that with cosmic boy, but. Well, wildfire's now a learner. But it's this true. is before the days of the uh, oh oh I just got hit with that now my suit's blown up. Um, Aww. So he says, "This is fantastic. I'm looking directly at his cage, but I can't explain what I see. It's as if I'm blind." Thinks Flint. Um, shrinking violet says the direct approach doesn't work. So that brute's about to find out a shrink a shrinking violet can strike by surprise. Yes, and uh, he's and so. Flint's thinking about it, and he says, even though I'll sound crazy, I've got to tell the Legionnaires what I've just discovered. And he says, oh. Sunboy, listen to me, I think. Not now, Flint. Don't talk. Don't, well, wait, I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, what's it? Uh, <laughs> um, Foghorn Leghorn. Quiet, boy. I say, I say, I say, I say, boy, I say, I can't <laughs> hear myself. Think with you talking, yabbity, yabbity, yabbity. Uh, you know, and so so uh, shrinking violet shrinks down, creep to creep over to the teleport console and flip the right controls. Ah, so yes, it is on the on the on the pad, but they the buttons are in there. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, flip, yeah. So before the wolf knows what hits it, um, but instead, to the um, minuscule shrinking violet's utter surprise, she says, 
The wolf reversed my power, enlarging me so I'd hit a protruding apparatus. Black belt. <laughs> she, she's thinking about a lot as she gets her head whacked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, the Saturn girl has sent alerts to Monel and the others who are out on call. They'll be here in minutes. And they say, well, Violet just went down, so I guess it's up to me now, says Sumboy. If I don't come out either, Saturn girl, you and the others must find a way to overcome that brute. The lives of everyone in Metropolis depend on it. And then Flint says, hold it, Sumboy, let me go first. And he says, huh? oh, yeah, okay, this is weird. Let me go in first. Oh, and Saturn Girl restrains Sunboy, and he says, have you lost your mind, girl? We can't let a defenseless boy in there. And she says, yes, we can. We must let Flint go inside. So he gets in there. The kid's gone space happy. If he didn't flip, if he didn't flip, he wouldn't be climbing into that cage. He'll never come out alive. And the witch wolf disappears out from under him. Flint's plan worked. The spell's been broken. Uh-huh. Huh? And they what? lived happily ever after. Yes. Huh? What plan? What spell? That's why I stopped you from restraining Flint. When my telepathic powers picked up his thoughts, I knew he had the solution. But let's let him do the explaining. And um, so so the other uh, legionnaires find themselves amazingly recovered. Hmm. So hold hmm. on. Are you saying that Violet, Wildfire, and I caused our own powers to backfire when we fought the Witch Wolf? Don't you get it, says Flint? What you were fighting was nothing more than an empty cage. What? The wolf was never really there. We were all victims of a mass hypnotic spell. What I haven't figured out yet is why I suddenly saw through it. Maybe this is the answer, said uh, Saturn Girl. Uh, I found your flight ring outside in the corridor. I have a, hunk, a hunch the hypnotic illusion was being transmitted through the filaments of our rings. When Flint unknowingly dropped his ring, he was no longer under the spell. Ah, he had dropped his ring. That's right. Um, his wing. Marriage. Marriage. Nuclear vessels. If that thing was imaginary, then its poison radiation was too. Not that I'd be worried about it, says Wildfire, because sometimes I forget that I'm a pure energy being. Um, <laughs> yeah. How? How does he forget this? <laughs> Not quite, says Cosmic Boy. I think our foe, whoever he was, was trying to kill us with the power of suggestion. Remember when we believed our powers would backfire against the wolf? They did. Similarly, if the spell made us believe the radiation was killing us through our minds, it undoubtedly would have. Well, we know our next bad things at you with my brain. Well, Mm. we know about what our next mission is, Legionnaires. Find out who or what almost suggested us to our deaths. Hmm, hypnotizing, huh? Mm. Hypnotized. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a universo thing to me. Yeah. Um, quite clever and subtle for him too, actually. But for now. But for now, we still have an honored guest to entertain. If it weren't for him, we'd have all been out of luck. It looks like young Flint's luck is just beginning as he gets yeah. smooched on each cheek once with from uh, Shrinking Violet and Saturn Girl. Mm-hmm. Aww. Bomb chicka bow So not only did he get to hang out with the Legionnaires, but he um, saved them. Uh, editor's note, dust off the welcome mat, ring out, O bells, sound off, O trumpets, Jim Shooter's back with this issue's Who Will Save the Princess and more, many more Legion legends in his hopper. 
For some time, we confessed. We tried to lure him back to the medium, which rewarded him with a rich reputation, but in vain. It was only when Harry Borges, again, who publishes that fine fan magazine, The Legion Outpost, and Jay Zilber happened to be in the outlying precincts of Pittsburgh and dropped in on Jim to discuss the possibility that his interest was renewed. When Duffy Voland phoned... What? Who? Duffy Voland phoned a few days later to suggest a visit to our office. That clinched it. The very next morning, Jim was up, up, and away. And that same afternoon, jawing with Julie Schwartz and yours truly. Um, And who is yours truly? I'm going to assume Bolton off. Um, Bolton off, probably. Yeah. So where was Gary Bates off to at this point? Well, well, no, he was. St- uh, well, actually, uh, we're getting to that. He will share the scripting okay. chores. Yes. So Sorry. we are indebted to Harry, Jay, and Duffy for their canny cooperation. We hope too that their dedicated efforts live up to their and your expectations. Jim's comeback doesn't mean he will Squirrel. replace Carrie Bates. <laughs> Bates buffs can relax in the knowledge that he will share the scripting chores as evidenced by this issue's hero for a day. At any rate, for those who are unfamiliar with no. Jim. Squirrel makes me laugh. Look, come here. At any rate, for those who are unfamiliar with Genial Jim, we asked him for a brief bio. Quick as a blast from Cosmic Boy. Shooter (laughs) shot back the following fascinating facts. In 1950, I was born in Pittsburgh, PA, which is a small city between Zillion Ope and McKeesport. I did nothing much noteworthy till 19... (laughs) I gotta say, Pittsburgh's the one that people will know better. I can understand (laughs) saying... Uh, McKeesport, near Pittsburgh. Yeah. The other way around, not so much. Um, he says, I did nothing uh, much noteworthy till 1965 when, at the age of 13, wait, born in 1950, and in 1965 at the age at of 13? At the age 13? of 13? Clearly, uh, Pennsylvania's math uh, yes, uh, exactly. department needs an improvement. Yeah. Wow. Um. He, he says, I submitted a script to the Legion of Superheroes to the editors of DC. Without realizing what they were getting into, they encouraged me, and after I'd submitted a couple more... Uh-oh. That did it. They really blew it. They offered me money. <laughs> he says, that was ah. enough to keep me at it for four years until late 69, uh, 18 years old. So... <laughs> So getting... it goes from 13 to 18. Yeah, to 18, in, but it's... In four years. Yeah, yeah, but, but the funny... And, and the really funny thing is that he said he was born in 1950. In yeah. late 69, he was 18 years old. Right. Uh-huh. So he's born in, like, December? Yes. So he's still 18 for like no, a week no, no, it, it's he was born in 1950, even if he was born on the very last day of 1950, the very last day of 1968. That's when he's 18, that when he's nah, uh, 18, true, right? yeah. he's rounding up, Paul. He's rounding all over the place. Um, it's, anyway, it's it's the mushrooms, yeah, and yeah, the pot. exactly, exactly. He said, uh, at 18 years old, I found myself at a crossroad. Be- Beset by personal problems, difficult choices, and impossible demands from all sides, I did the only reasonable thing. I buried my head in the sand. I was so terrible at math. Um, after three <laughs> years, 
a virtual hibernation. So now he's 24. Um, uh, okay. No, he says, I was uh, dragged from the sand by a Pittsburgh advertising agency. For the next two years, I managed to make good living via the free, via freelance writing art layouts. So, so I think he's got us in 1977 at this point. So now, now he's 45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to follow No, wait, no, wait. It's going to come up, actually. It's kind of funny. Um, uh, managed to make a good living via freelancing, freelance writing, art layouts, and designing along with some less glamorous pursuits, which brings me to where I am now. Full-time freelance and brain for hire. Just turned 23. In 1974. Mm. 1975. Well, the book came out in 75, but it, the, the script itself remarks that it's uh, 2074. Or well, that's good. Where. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so he says, thanks uh, to gentle prodding from some friends, Harry Broaches in, in particular, and a friendly... Reception by editors Boltonoff and Schwartz. Ah, yes, there is no uh, Weisinger. Um, <laughs> Nationals, superheroes, and I are renewing our acquaintance. National, for those uh, too young to remember, is what DC used to be. Used to be called. National periodicals, uh, publications, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. National, yeah, it's right here at the top of the page. National yeah. periodical much, much like Marvel used to be timely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I mean DC was national for for a long time. I mean uh, you know the in, yeah. it, until the, until late in the seventies, and uh, and you know, no, DC get was out part of paint, of it. you son of a oh, <laughs> bastard. I think it was oh, once. My. I think they officially became DC once um, once uh, Warner Brothers bought them. Yeah, come here. Um, Get that paint off your hands. Uh, you guys, I got to go. Come on. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> he just jumped on one of the wife's paintings that's not dry yet, and now he just jumped onto me, and he's running rampant around my living room. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> so, he says my, so he says, my head is together now. There is much to be done. Uh -huh. So there we have it. Um, Shooter is officially back. We're not sure how old he is. Um, yeah, neither is he, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're all on the same page. Though. And no, I, I said earlier that it was the mushrooms in the pot. I don't know that for sure. That was a joke. Yeah. So, ha -ha. yes, yes, yes. Ha -ha -ha. I don't have to edit. Yay! No, all right. It was the late '60s. I could make an assumption. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so there we go. We've seen we've seen the caller <laughs> finally show up in story um, for Karate Kid and. Um, Projector's still just, you know, daddy. She's got the vapors. Yeah. And, she's still uh, the princess who needs to be rescued in every story she's in. Yep. Yeah. Sigh. One day. One day it'll happen. Anyway, let's... Uh, well, let's... we've already done that story, so yeah, it's happened already. So yeah, well, this is true. That's right. Yes. Even All though right. she beat Nemesis Kid in one panel uh, in a recent story that we had. So... Yes. That's right. Just saying. Anyway, very prescient. All right, so comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter, we are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. 
with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will head back to the 21st century, and we will see you all next week. Jerk squirrel? Get...